Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this first Tuesday episode of the day. We got a lot coming at you. One up, one down, one player, team, or something on the rise, and something going in the other direction. We also have a new game. No longer name that team. It is Would You Rather, which Alex is going to explain all about it because I don't even really know all the rules yet. But Alex will get to that in a little while. We also have Honesty Hour. We got Twitter questions. This one's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. Fly ball onto the track at the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And what a game. What a moment. What is up, my friends? I am joined as always by Alex Curry. And Alex, it is officially one week to the day that we uh that the All-Star game took place. And I I miss it. it Already? A, it's one week. Wow. Tuesday. That's crazy. Right? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Red carpet day, all-star game day. We did that was so all... much in that day. People people have been asking me since we've been home, like, how is the all-star game? And I, I've my answer is basically I feel like we did a million things we did. in 30 minutes. And we then did. Came home. That's what it that's what the trip felt it like. It was insane. Like, not you, but like we were going until like I was up at like 5 30 every morning getting ready. We had shoots like first thing not. in the morning. Yes, you were not. <laughs> and then we do like two or three shows throughout the day, a pregame show, a postgame show. It was just, it was magical. It was wild. Magical. Magical. You heard it here first. Duh. It was magical. But I, I, I miss it. You know, all star. They're fun. Okay. They're fun. It was well, great. Well, we, we thrive on the road. I think you missed we the road life. We do thrive. On, yeah, yeah. Flippin' Bats thrive on thrives on the road. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of stuff. I also, I mentioned it off the top of the show. You'll explain it in a little while cause we're not starting with it, but we have a new game. Are you prepared that, for how I to love that you just like open it up with like, I don't even know what the game is. I Maybe Alex is going to explain it to me. And right before we start the show, you're like, are you comfortable? Like explaining this? I, game? Don't I was know like, that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and if you don't understand, I'll try to explain it again. I just need you. The first it's new for all of us, it's new for all of us. So the first one, not only do I need you to explain it great for everybody listening <laughs> for me, I need, for me too. I was not fully listening during our meeting today. (laughs) But I know it's going to be fun. I know the gist of it. It's going to be fun. We'll get to it. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, All right. One up, one down. Let's get to it. Yeah. So it's been a a couple weeks since we've actually done this. Um, We're each going to give either a player or a team or something that's, we think, on the rise and then something that's on the down. So let's start with you, Ben. Who is your one up? My one up is Blake Snell. I mean, this guy has been on another level yeah. for a long time now. This isn't just like a three-start stretch that I'm talking about. Blake Snell is back to Cy Young form and more. That's how good he's been lately. Let's go back to uh, – you can literally point to a day, a specific day that it all turned around for Blake Snell, and it was the day that they signed Gary Sanchez. The day they signed Gary Sanchez, Blake Snell had a 5.04 ERA. 
As we sit right now, he has a 2.71. Wow. So how do you get how do you lower your ERA that much in that short amount of time? Well, it's not necessarily that short, I guess. Nine starts. He's had nine starts since that signing. And he's at a 0.51 ERA. He's thrown 53 innings to Gary Sanchez and only given up three runs. I, 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 you can credit Gary Sanchez, but many people out there are saying it's because of us going. Oh, down when we there were down and, there and yeah. we talked to him and we asked him, you know, how have you turned it around? He said, "Oh, I'm playing a lot more golf and I'm not actually thinking about the game, just kind of getting out there." But just hearing you kind of explain the numbers pre and post Sanchez, I mean, it shows how important it is to have a guy behind the plate that you trust and that you connect with. Like, this is a prime example right here. I think even more so this year because with the pitch clock, especially with nobody on, you have 15 seconds. There's really not a ton of time to shake guys off. And, you know, like we used to see it before. If a pitcher doesn't like the sign, he'll sometimes shake until he just steps off and the catcher will come out. You can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So having a catcher that you mesh well with and that you work well with, I think is even more valuable this year than it ever has been simply because you can't sit there and shake forever. You pretty much just has to have to trust your catcher. You have time to shake once, maybe shake twice, but really you you just got to go with what he's calling and figure each other out. And they've figured each other out from the very beginning, which is, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of catchers around the league that pitchers will say they, they love throwing to the, the Astros Maldonado comes to mind, who was the yep. same way with the angels. P- pitchers love throwing love to him. Gary Sanchez isn't one of those guys that would have jumped off the list to me and be like, people love throwing to Gary Sanchez. But I mean, this is this is pretty impressive what Blake Snell is doing. So he is my one up. I like that. Who's your one up? <sighs> my one up are the Dodgers. They are back on top in the NL West where they belong. And they kind of picked up right where they left off heading into the All-Star break. They had a four-game winning streak heading into the break. They took the series against the Mets this weekend in New York. Their All-Stars have been playing great. Mookie Betts was red hot since the break. He had a four-hit game on Saturday. Julio Urias got his second half of the season started off really strong, and they needed a performance like this out of him because he he was kind of struggling here and there, had some injuries in the first half, and he had a lights-out performance on Friday against your brother, seven strikeouts and six scoreless innings. They need Julio to continue this through the second half of the season. Obviously, we've talked about their pitching quite a bit. But I'm going to be interested as well just to kind of see what the Dodgers do in these two weeks leading up to the trade deadline if they pick someone else up because they've had a bit of a roller coaster season. They've gone through really hot stretches and they've had some questionable like, wait, what's going on? This is not the same Dodgers team we saw two weeks ago. But right now, they are on the rise. So Dodgers are my up. Yeah, definitely. I I, I think they need to add – they can win the NL West for sure. Yeah. I don't think they can win the World Series with the pitching they have right now. I, I, I just don't. They're, they're playing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, them in the yep. NL West. I do believe that they will win the NL West. I just – you mentioned the trade deadline. I'm very interested yeah. in what they do at the trade deadline because this team, as it sits with their starting rotation the way it is, luckily, Julio threw well. That yeah, was, a, that they was needed good to that. see. Kershaw needs to be one healthy, healthy and two what he's been all year long. They need that. And then you need your 
you you need a different bullpen. Like the bullpen currently, you need help. There's one or there's one or two guys back there that you're really trusting. So yeah, what are they going to do at the trade deadline? I think is going to make or break how how much of how deep of a run they can make. Because as of right now, this team this this team. I don't want to say can't compete, but the Braves are on a different level roster-wise and, and yeah. full team-wise than the Dodgers are right now. But, yes, absolutely, they're they're playing great baseball. Yeah, the Braves are clicking on all cylinders right yeah. now. Best team in baseball. And Dodgers have the potential to get there. We've seen them figure it out, and they always seem to figure it out. But, yeah, they just they need some depth. All-around all pitching. All-around yeah. pitching, depth, and they need to be healthy. Yeah, all right, now absolutely. let's go – the opposite side of things who is your down my down is a player not a team I'm going with Tim Anderson shortstop for the White Sox Mm -hmm. Tim Anderson last year 2022 was an all-star yeah the year before 2021 he was an all-star the year prior the shortened season the COVID year he finished seventh in the MVP voting we are now, it's July 18th, and Tim Anderson has officially gone a full year, a full calendar year without a single home run. Oof. July 15th, 2022 was no his way. last home run in Major League Baseball. No way. He's hitting 223 this year. I, I don't even, I, I, I don't really even know. I mean, it's got to be a a little bit mental. The power, I mean, I just don't understand what's happening. I mean, there's, he was in the conversation over the last few years. Mm -hmm. If you need a hit from anybody and one at bat, I'm not saying home runs. He's never been a huge power guy, but we have seen him. He's had a 20 homer season before. Tim Anderson was in that conversation. He's a guy that you just feel like is going to hit over 300 every single year. And now he's hitting 223 and hasn't hit a homer in over a year. It's it's truly it just leaves you scratching your head, and honestly, recently, it appeared he had his first homer of the year. He rounded the bases. He had his first homer, and then it, they went to replay, and it was called foul. I mean, it's just been a terrible, terrible power stretch for him. I know after the break, he's had you know a couple, I believe a couple games in a row where he had multi-hit games, but it's just. This is not the Tim Anderson that we've become accustomed to over the last few years in baseball, and it's just been downright bad. July 15th, 2022. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, sad and unfortunate. But also the team's been going through a tough couple of years here, and you (laughs) you have to imagine that that kind of – it rubs off on the players. What Like you said, whether it's mentally or just – He's losing, losing his mojo. I know who to blame. Who? Tony Larusa. Ouch. It doesn't make any sense, but okay. I, I will do it. Okay. Okay. Right. Who's your one down? Mm. Well, I'm sticking in the NL West, and I got to be honest here. I don't like kicking something when it's down. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, Look I, at I, the I, smile. I, Look at yeah. that smile. <laughs> Okay, my down are the Padres. We talked about this yesterday. I mean, they could be having one of the most disappointing seasons in franchise history, possibly. And I think, yeah. The history of In history of baseball. (laughs) I mean, I think the reason it's such a big deal is because of the amount of talent that they have on this team. They have so much talent on this team, and there was such high expectations, and we know how great they can be. 
But you can't have all of that talent be fourth in the NL West. And it's like not even close. They are far behind L.A., Arizona, and San Francisco. And we've seen glimpses of how great they can be like Friday against the Phillies. And this is the first time that they faced him since the NLCS last year. You Darvish had a dominating outing. The bats were alive. We saw home runs from Tatis Jr., Machado, Soto. So when it's clicking, they are great. And we know that they have the ability to be great but for some reason, they just can't figure it out. They can't figure it out. And this cannot be happening with the lineup that they have. I just, the series, the first series after the All-Star break is like the, they, they found a way to lose every game they lost. They lost Sunday, 12 innings. They blew it again. It's just, it's. It's brutal. Yeah. It's, it's, but you see, like, there was like a great, a great game on Friday and then they lost every other game like and then it's just like oh you're maybe maybe they can do it and there's like they keep giving you hope and then like no nothing then it's just horrible yeah yeah I haven't seen too much the the one stretch they went on that there was even a glimmer of hope for me was when we were actually down there they were playing good heading into that they beat the Rays in that series they played well for a little bit after that and then it's really it really is weird you can put the the Mets and Padres season side by side, both equally as disappointing. Yeah. Both really, really bad starts. Both went on their run of playing well at the exact same time. Yep. And now post All-Star break, they're both just awful. Yeah. So, yeah. I it's agree. bad. Yep. Yeah, it's bad. <sighs> but let's stay honest here. And let's get in the trust tree. Yeah. Okay? Because it's time for honesty hour. You know, you... As you were introing your one down, you said the word honest, and I already knew what you were doing. You set up, you were setting up your setup 10 minutes ago. I didn't even mean to. But you're welcome for that. You're just naturally, you're just natural. You're a natural. Uh, Yep, let's hop on in. Okay. Let's get on in the trust tree together, nice and close. Let's get it. Let's get in here. Tell each other some some important things we need to talk about. And I want to go back. I mentioned. Mm-hmm. We're one week out from the All-Star game, and yep. I'm still thinking about this. The jerseys. Horrible. No, I, no, I said no. this before That's we went. That's not what I'm going to say. Okay, okay. That's okay. not what I'm going to say. Okay. I actually didn't mind. Were they my favorite All-Star game jerseys? No. But were they horrible? No. I would, I would get one. Okay. But here's what I'm going to say. Okay. The jerseys. We need to go back to when the game is being played. The All-Star game. Yes. Put the players in their team uniforms. Love that. You know, and I get it's a it's a money-making thing, right? Yeah. Put the players in the All-Star game jerseys. People will want to buy them. Put them in that jersey for the Home Run Derby, for batting practice, mm-hmm. for media day, for, for anything you want. But when it's time to, to cross the line and to play the All-Star game for nine innings, there's nothing like that classic look of yeah. seeing players on the same team rocking their home jersey or away jersey, whatever, you know, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Their team's jersey. I just think that's classic all-star game, not the not the wearing the jerseys. And I get why they do it. And we can still find ways to have them wear it and to promote them. I'm not, like, trying to take away revenue from Major League Baseball here. I just – the game – I, I, the look is, I, I wish we would go back. I miss it. I miss it. I'm with you. And it's, I feel like there's a theme that we've had around like the all-star game. Yeah. Go back. We just need like, 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And like, it's good to adjust and to change. Like the new rules this year, these all needed to happen. But like we talked about previously with the Derby, I think it needs to kind of go back and adjust somehow to the older rules of the Derby. And just like this during the game, I agree. There's, there's, a, there's a different feel and a vibe when you see a player wearing the jersey of the team that they play for that got them here to the All-Star game all together with everybody on the field with all the different jerseys. I'm with you there. It's, it's, there's a, it's a special feeling when you see that. Yeah, I think Derby, back to the 10 outs. This is yep. my honesty hour last week. I know. Go back to the 10 outs. You got 10 outs. Anything that's not a home run is an out. I think that makes it more exciting, more exhilarating, if you will. You appreciate the home runs. I, I don't. It's weird because I never thought I'd be like, ah, oh, it's so many home runs, but I didn't get to appreciate it. Because I love, I love dingers. Like I want to see as many home runs as possible. But it was like you didn't even get a moment to like digest what you were watching and seeing. Since we're in the trust tree, I have something to say. Okay. Uh oh. I've never liked the word dinger for oh. a home run. I could tell you kind of give me a look just, every time I say every time it. I say and it, I, you I, like you like wince. I'm I don't like, know what? what? I've dingers. never I've never liked it. No? And I get like I, I, I don't know. I get it. I feel the same way about shoving. <laughs> it's just baseball terminology that okay, you don't you don't like dingers? Yeah, I've, I, I don't, don't like shoving. I, That's I've, fine. I've That's okay. I've never liked it. Even I, I don't know. All right. But I, everybody, thank you, you know. for letting me know. Now I understand. No, you you can, always give me the weirdest looks every time I say dinger. I, I don't I'm need like, to give you a look. It's not your. Yeah. Everyone says it. I yeah. just I don't like it. Okay. That's fair. Um, do you have? Are you, you? You need to be honest. These jerseys. What you you hate them? I didn't hate them. It just didn't feel like wow. All star game. Glitz, glam, cool. It just didn't give me the wow factor. They felt very, like, bland to me. I liked them. It's like turquoise camo or teal camo and I didn't know navy the, blue camo. The away team with the navy, with the dark navy blue was the black wearing, pants. like, black pants. I didn't really understand that. It's okay. I guess they were trying to, like, go with the, the, the Mariner City Connects. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I they were doing know. there. It was okay. We weren't a fan. Should we start an apparel show? Flippin' clothes. Flippin', <laughs> flippin' shirts. Flippin' wardrobes. <laughs> We're flippin' everything. <laughs> we could. I mean, how many shirts do you have, by the way? Six. No, 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 no. Like t-shirt t-shirts. Cause like that's what you wear all the time. You have like a bunch of different ones. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of a lot of baseball shirts. Yeah, you don't even want to know how many I have. It's a lot. But we have a new game coming up here after we take a quick break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Okay, let me explain our new game. Would you rather? Okay, take it away. It's Are you your ready? time to shine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, wish me luck, everybody. Let's see if I fully understand it because I just got it today. Okay, our new game is called Would You Rather? So we're going to give you two players side by side with their stats and awards. And based on that, you're going to pick which player you would rather have at that position. So we're going to do three rounds. Okay. And you're going to know the position before we go. You're going to know all their stats. You're going to see them side by side. 
obviously you don't know who they are, and you are going to pick based on their stats and their awards, which player you would want at that position. So there's no wrong There's no wrong, there's no wrong answer. answer, but there might be a surprise of one player is always going to be a Hall of Famer That's and the, the other one is Or isn't. one will. One will always be yes. a Hall of Famer. Okay. And one isn't. Okay. But you don't know okay. who it is. I like it. I like it. Are you ready? You did great, by the way. Thank you. That was great. I feel knowledgeable Thank about you. it and ready to take this task head on. Okay. Our first position is going to be shortstops. Okay. You ready? I am ready. You look at the board behind you. Okay. You have a visual. Player A had a 295 batting average, 198 home runs, 960 RBI, an 815 OPS, and 379 stolen bases. Player B had a batting average of 264, 231 home runs, 936 RBI, an OPS of 743, and 470 stolen bases. Are you ready for the awards? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Player A had one MVP, one World Series, nine Silver Sluggers, mm. 12 All-Star appearances, and three Golden Gloves. Gold Gloves. <laughs> golden Gloves. <laughs> okay. okay. Player B, one MVP, Ooh. one World Series, one Silver Slugger, three All-Star appearances, and four Gold Gloves. Okay, so... Are you picking player A or player B at shortstop? We got a, we got a timer. We have, you have a minute to pick this. So here, you're looking at this. Let's put up the other screen again so you can look at the stats side by side if we can get that I up. I mean, you can't. Player A had 12 All-Stars compared to three for player B. Both had an MVP. Player A hit 295 with a higher OPS by a good, by a good bit. 379 stolen bases, but 198 homers. That's not a lot of power. One World Series. So the goal isn't to guess who it is. No. I actually have a guess of who this might be. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, who would you pick? I, I would take I would take player A here. Okay. Player A is my pick. My guess, and this isn't even yeah. the game, I think it's Barry Larkin. It is. It is? It is. Wow. You nailed so that. I, yeah. So Barry Larkin, Jimmy Rollins, player yeah. B. Jimmy Rollins is a great player. MVP, that's right. People forget. Yeah. People forget MVP winner. So now that you know who they are, would you still pick Barry as your Yeah, absolutely. Barry Larkin, Hall of Famer. The reason I knew that is the power is so, 198 homers with that many all-stars and, yeah. and a shortstop. There's not. There's not there's not a lot of those guys. Okay. Um great great defensive player. Yeah. Barry Larkin. I feel good about that. Okay. But Jimmy Rollins. It was just such a it was a short stretch. Yeah. Um but that short stretch was elite. 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 All right. All right. Are you ready for our second yeah. position? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are moving to first base. Ooh. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Player A, let's get it on the board. So you have their stats against each other. Had a 280 average. Had 2,038 hits. 
473 home runs, fifth 1,512 RBI, and a 929 OPS. Okay. Player B had a batting average of 297, 2,314 hits, 449 home runs, wow. 1,529 RBI, and an OPS of 948. One of these guys is not in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Let's move to the awards. Okay. So player A does not have an MVP, did not win a World Series, has three silver sluggers, two all-star appearances, zero gold gloves. Okay. Player B, one MVP, no World Series, three silver sluggers, four all-star appearances, and one gold glove. I mean, so just off the... Uh, player B has to be the Hall of Famer. I don't, I don't see a world in which that's not the case. Can we switch back to the, the stats on the screen so I can see those as well? The one MVP for player B, three silver sluggers, and he hit 297 with 449 homers. Oh my God, but these are pretty- They're I mean, like- They're pretty close. Pretty close with all I'm gonna, of the stats. I'm gonna take player B, but I'm excited to see who player A is. All right, let's put him on the board. Player B, Jeff Bagwell. Yeah. Carlos Delgado as player A. Wow. Are you surprised? Yeah. What are you surprised about? That, that, they're, that they're that, that close, close? And, and Delgado's not in. Mm -mm. Delgado's not in the Hall of Fame? Wow. That is surprising. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean, those numbers. Now are, that you see it again, would you still... I would pick? yeah I would put Delgado Bagwell? in the Hall of Fame. That's oh, okay, that, that's your takeaway. I think those, I think okay. those are, but the problem is, is he didn't win an MVP award. When you get to winning, getting into the Hall of Fame, I think you have to you have to be the best at your position in your era over a yeah. certain amount of time, and the accolades just aren't there for him to be a Hall of Famer, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, no World Series, no MVPs. Only two All-Stars? Yeah. That's wild. I just, that's a lot of homers. That's mm -hmm. a lot of homers. Right. First base, though, that's a tough position to get in. A lot of homers. 280. I don't know, man. I, I that's, Those are Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Starting a campaign. But I'm glad I chose the Hall of Famer. You did. So there's that. All right. All right are you ready more? for our final position? Yep. This is going to be an outfielder. Okay? Okay. Let's get the numbers up on the board for player A. Player A averaged 318, had 2,590 hits, 1,328 runs, 449 home runs, 1,496 RBI, and had an OPS of 931. Yeah, it's a Hall of Famer. It's got to be. Player B, average 284, 1,949 hits, 1,251 runs, 393 home runs, 1,199 RBI, and an OPS of 903. Okay. Let's move to their awards. Okay. Player A has, yeah, I was going to say, has yep. to have an MVP. Player A has an MVP, has a 59.5 war. Whoa. Yep. Eight silver sluggers, nine all-star appearances, zero 
gold gloves. Player B has a war of 60.4, one silver slugger, four all-star appearances, and eight gold gloves. Eight gold gloves. Yeah. Who are you picking? Do you want to go back to the stats? There we go. I, I'm going to, player A, I think is the Hall of Famer. I'm just worried that player B might be my favorite player growing up, Andrew Jones. I'm a little worried about that, but based on your facial expression, I'm going to say that's not it. I'm going to take- Damn it, did I give that away? I was like, poker face, curry, poker face, poker face, poker face. Andrew Jones actually, I think, has more than than eight gold gloves. I'm going to take player A. All right. Let's reveal the players. Player A is Vladdy Sr., Jim Edmonds. Yeah. I actually thought I thought Jim Edmonds was a Hall of Famer. I think well. that's the biggest shock of all is you finding out that these guys, these are, guys not are not in the, the Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. And you're like, wait, I need what? to brush up on my Hall of Fame knowledge. Why are they not in the Hall of Fame? I mean, Jim Edmonds, if, if you were to ask people, if you were to just ask a blanket statement yeah. to – Baseball fans around just younger, like around our age. Yeah. Like I'd say between five years old and 50. Everyone knows. If you Jim were to Edmonds. ask people who the best defensive center fielders were in their lifetime, I think yeah. the answers are going to be Jim Edmonds and Andrew Jones. Yeah. And neither of them are in the Hall of Fame, though Andrew Jones should be. Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer, should be. Vladdy Sr.'s war being 59.5. I didn't. Just a just a slugger. Yeah. Oh yeah. MVP award. All right. Right. Goal, eight eight gold gloves. All right. I feel. I, How do you feel about this game? That was the first time through. I like it. Yeah. I like it. There's a lot of numbers thrown my way. There's a way. lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. It's visually easier to see them side by side. Yeah. Obviously, we're reading them off because for I, our imagine, audio imagine audience. Imagine right now, just driving down the road. And you're you're like <laughs> weaving in and out of traffic, and you have Alex Curry in your ear, just like trying to trying give to give you all the stats. Alex really struggles when you get to like either like fifteen ten or do you go one thousand five hundred and ten? Well, <laughs> I never I never know what to, I also am like dyslexic, so sometimes like numbers <laughs> and like all cap letters blend together for me. So if you if you hear me pause, it's like. Brain, please work right now. Alex, Brain, please work Alex right now. Alex struggles with numbers. People that are driving in traffic has made the decision to just swerve into the oncoming traffic. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Come uh, on. No, that That's, was, I, I like it. Okay. I like it. And you're not that I'll be bad. better. You're not that bad. No, I'll be better. You, you were great. I'll be better. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be, be better. I'll be better. You were great. Damn it. I like that. Thank it, you. It, I think the best part, the, what I like about it is it starts a good discourse. Okay. You know? Starts did you like knowing that one of them was a Hall of Famer? Or did that kind of mess you up? Like, oh, well, now I'm just going to try to figure out and pick who the Hall of Famer is. Mm. No, I, th- I think it's good. I, I think okay. the whole point of it is like there's one that's considered an all-time great and a Hall of Famer and one that's not. Um, they both could be. Yeah. They, I, yeah. I, everyone that I thought, yeah. All right. The only one I, the only one I would say. The first? Yeah, Jimmy Rollins. I, I I think Jimmy Rollins is in the Hall of Greatness. I don't think he's huh. in the Hall of Fame. He he just had too short of a stretch where he yeah. was like great, really really good. But he's right. in the he's in the Hall of Great. Cool. You know? Let's wrap things up with some Twitter questions. Let's head to the wall. Ooh, okay. Yeah, our TQs. Oh God. You're gonna get into that, by the way. I'm not. 
Yes, you are. Yes, you are. TQs, our first fan question comes from Yotaro. By the way, shout out because they are very involved in all of our Twitter responses, which I love. So in the case that he gets traded to a NL team by the deadline, how good are the chances of Shohei winning MVP in either league? Uh, I I think if he gets traded to an NL team, he wins the MVP award, but it, it gets a lot trickier because not only is the conversation a lot closer between Shohei and Ronald Acuna, but then you start having the conversation of, well, the guy hasn't played in the National League all year long besides like a two-plus month stretch. Yeah, so what do you do in that case? Have we ever had an MVP, never had an MVP. switch and get traded mid-season Not- to another, like, we have had we have had MVP winners get yeah. traded midseason, but we have never had a player that wins an MVP in the year he is traded. Which, if Shohei gets traded, he will become the first. But it does; it just becomes an interesting question because how do you? Which league do you? Because he finished in if he is in the National it'd League. It'd be National finished, League. It has to be because he finished there, even though he spent majority of his season in the American League because he's not there anymore. That's why it becomes in. Like the voters, it's like Ronald Acuna in the National League all year long has been an MVP. So, like right now, he's the heavy favorite to win NL MVP. Yeah. The second Shohei, if Shohei gets traded to the National League, it really. We're having another like Shohei judge situation where like either of them could. Like yeah. he's having an incredible, like, cause yeah. he is the best player in the game, but like. Yeah. I still, I, I still think it's yeah. Shohei's definitely the winner. It just, it. If I'm voting, yeah, and my vote is for most valuable player in the National League, uh-huh. and all of a sudden Shohei plays in the National League for two months, and I have to vote for him, which I, you can't not vote for yeah. him. But it's like, well, Acuna was in the National well, League. Well, this just goes back to your whole argument of there should just be one MVP because yeah. now the leagues are the same. Exactly. Yeah, and Thank there's you. not a DH. That's a good callback. Everyone has Love a Love a good callback. Thank you. All right, let's get to our next Twitter question. This one comes from Seth Green. Ben, would you like to see the Astros, who would you like to see the Astros acquire at the trade deadline? Also, Alex, if the Astros win the World Series, you need to wear an Astros jersey on the postgame show? Uh-uh. I like that. You know what? Maybe... That's what our tail of the tape end of year wager will be. One of us has to wear a jersey on the show of the others choosing and like like decked out in the gear. I mean, I would put you in an Astros jersey a hundred percent. I know. Just because that's I know. your least I'm, favorite team. I'm aware. I'm very aware. Um and you'd put me in a Dodgers jersey. I'd just get a Dodgers Otani jersey and <laughs> <laughs> get it made and just start the campaign and we'd be good uh-huh. to go. okay. uh, who would I like to see them acquire pitching uh, starting pitcher a week ago I would have told you Shane Bieber I'm very worried about his um, forearm situation he's on the IL with a forearm thing I don't know is he on the IL I don't know he got an MRI and there was okay. encouraging news is yes. what I was, regardless whether they officially put him on it or not he's missing a bit of time with a forearm issue, which is not something you ever want to 15 mess with. 15-day IL right now. 15-day IL. There you go. So I would no longer say him. I, 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 the market is so thin I know. when it comes to starting pitching. And also, you don't really know who's out there right now, unfortunately. Who's going to be available. Who's available. Well, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of the arms that we're going to see potentially available come from 
the AL Central. Yeah. But who? They're all in it. The division stink. All the White Sox guys, Giolito, Lance, because it's so close. Dylan Cease, to a degree, has been mentioned. I I don't foresee a world in which he gets traded, but. I would love to see one of those White Sox arms end up on the Astros. Lynn, Giolito, one of those guys. Not a, I, I just don't think you're going to find a top of the rotation kind of guy at the trade deadline this year unless it's Shohei Otani. And, and the Astros aren't, the Astros aren't no, trading for Shohei Otani. No, 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 no. So, um, yeah, I would just say a, a, starting, a starting pitcher that can throw like third for you in the playoffs. Okay. You know, that'd be great. That's fair. We got one more Twitter question from Kramer Talks. Question is, would you rather face, who would you rather face in the batter's box, a knuckleballer or a guy who can touch 104? <laughs> I like this question. Okay. This is this is an interesting one for me because I was a I never uh, <laughs> I never I never struggled with velocity okay. per se. Like a guy throwing 100, yeah. I was fine with. Where I, I didn't like like 94, 95 with, with movement. heavy arm side run. Yeah. Hated it. Now, 104 is like That's a heat. bit of a... 104 yeah. is like, what's the hardest I've ever... I did. I faced a lefty once throwing 103. Did Isn't you get it? a hit? Uh, No. Okay. No, I didn't. Yeah. Is lefty for oh. the, in the Orioles organization. I forget his oh, name. Oh, it sticks. And I've never the bad ones stick. Oh, I remember every. I I remember. <laughs> I remember pretty much every. You could take me. It's like a photogenic memory when it comes to being in the box. Yeah. You just like don't forget that sort of stuff. Um, I would say a knuckleballer. I guess I'd rather face just because if you if you catch the right one, you know. You meant this, photographic memory, right? Not photogenic memory. Tomato, potato. <laughs> okay, keep going. I would say a knuckleballer because if you catch it right, then you're gonna it's it's gonna fly. Yeah. Um, and obviously, so would 104. It's just a lot harder to catch that right. The saying with a knuckleballer, you just see him up. If it's yeah. high, let it fly. If it's low, let it go. That's the Oof. big thing with a knuckleball. So you just catch one of those floating up there that maybe mm, doesn't get lucky. Yeah. Doesn't knuckle a, so a bunch, weird. and then you're rounding the bases. So cool. I'll, I'll take a knuckleball. All right. What about you? Would you rather face a knuckleballer or 104 miles an hour? Uh, 104, because if you get connection, just 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 be fast enough to make the connection. Everybody says that. Okay, I don't, cool. I don't know how true. Be cool. That. I mean, that's what I, it's my opinion. That's what I would take. No, I, no, it's not a. There's not a wrong answer. Here. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. You'd hit a you'd hit a dinger, huh? I hit a dinger. God, 104 dinger, baby. It's awful. <laughs> We're ending on that. Thank you all for listening to this first Tuesday episode of the day. We also have. Another one coming out this week in Shohei Otani News. Bonus episode comes out Tuesday afternoon. So if you're listening in the afternoon, you're in luck. That's probably out right now. If not, that'll be out later. But thank you all for listening to this first episode. Until next time, this has been an episode of Flippin' Bats. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Reds, YouTube. Woo, that's becoming do, a mouthful. I know, you're doing these, great. Keep, keep these... going. You've had like three closes so far. Let's see if you can I'm wrap a, it up. I'm the king of closing. <laughs> Let's see if you can We're wrap done. it up. See ya. <laughs> Until next time. Peace.